Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Official news uh, from Andy Reid. Willie Gay did not practice, uh, <clears throat> nor did Derek Nottie or Joe Tooney. So that is that is a hellacious three guys there. Meanwhile, the Ravens activated Mark Andrews off of injured reserve. Um, and so, look, it just part of – Part of all of this stuff, man, is, I mean, it really, I, I hate to boil it down to something. So it is injury luck, right? It's health. You know, when you get this late in the season. Yeah. I remember. Ask San Francisco last year. Absolutely right. And what could have been. Absolutely right. Go down. Yep. You lose, you know, Purdy and, you know, that's it. Um, you know, I remember that we we, we, we referenced that Bucks chiefs Super Bowl. What That was a blowout of the Chiefs, even though they were three-point favorites. Their offensive line was Ravaged at that point, you know, and Bucks got after him, and made made life a living hell. Was it the Tooney edition after that to, um, to help to address? Some yeah, of the there was one other one. The left, yeah, then they added exactly. the left tackle after yeah, that as to well. shore that up. Yeah. yeah. Um. So look, it's 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 a real thing, and it's not just as simple as oh well, Mahomes is getting points. Mahomes is getting points in large part due to a couple of factors. One, they're in Baltimore, but also because the injury report looks like what it looks like for the Chiefs, you know? And the Ravens, I don't know what the status of Marlon Humphrey is. I did not see any news there, so I assume he is probably still not going to go in this one. But they are getting back Lamar's favorite target in Mark Andrews, right? Um, So I think that's, you know, that's the difference in these games. Now, look, uh well Harbaugh did say he's confident that Marlon Humphrey's going to suit up so <laughs> wow. I mean I everybody. It, it, it's it's definitely tilted one way in terms of who's getting lucky with the health and who's not um and you can be you can be great you can be the best quarterback that's that's breathing right now but if you can't stop the run and if your receivers can't get separation and you know if you're getting you know if they're getting in your backfield and you can't establish the run I just don't. I don't like anything about the Chiefs, given the news so far this week, Jason. I've, I've, I've totally just got. I've, I've, I've totally cooled on them. Well, maybe this will make you feel a little bit better, um, because you're on that side of things. Although I'm on the right side, Mahomes is three and one, and his matchups against Lamar Jackson, and in those matchups, for whatever reason, he's been outstanding, which is easy to to believe. Twelve touchdowns, two interceptions. In those four matchups with the Baltimore Ravens, um, 71.8% completion percentage and average 378 yards per game. That's passing and rushing yards 
for Mahomes in the four matchups, again, in which he's went gone 3-1. and one. Lamar, two picks, four interceptions, 56% <coughs> completion percentage, and just 263 combined pass and rush yards per game. So it has not gone well for Lamar in these matchups. And listen, we've talked about there's a pressure on Lamar to break through, right? You won MVP, you're likely going to win a second one this year, but this is the stage that you haven't been through. And so there is a great pressure on him. I would tell you that if Mahomes goes through Buffalo, right, like he did last week, and then up to Baltimore, first two times on the road in the playoffs for him, and you knock off this fully healthy Baltimore team with this historically good defense and a a Lamar Jackson that has been locked in all season long, like that's – you talk about – you know, he's already the goat. No but doubt. That's a that's it, that's Brady level. It is. You are there. You're getting done. You know, it, you you've reached a level that we can't believe, quite frankly. So you go. At my point, you go and knock off the Bills and Baltimore, particularly yeah. with the way things are set up uh, this weekend. Uh, you, you maybe if there's any way to do it, you raise Patrick Mahomes up even more. You know, you raised him up. But you're not going to get the Lamar. Back to the point. That that was for you to make you feel a little bit better because I know right now you're getting a little anxiety about your bet. I haven't bet it yet. Mahomes has been fantastic against the Ravens. That will change this weekend. And you know, uh, your man Chernoff, I think, made the best point uh, yesterday. You know, it's not even so much about uh, you know sacking him. When I am done, it's really about. Just getting them off rhythm. Adam Chernoff went in there and he clocked those, uh, he clocked the play clock. Who does that? Yeah, the pre-snap. Pre-snap, and what he found out was that the Chiefs are operating much quicker offensively, right? During this nice little run and stabilization of the offense, they're going quicker. That's what they did against Buffalo. Baltimore will upset that sacking him or not because they are fully equipped to do so. This is a much different defense than what you faced last week. You now, while, while we're on the subject of raising up. Is this about John's money? We're sad about it. This is what you said, Mahomes. You said, oh, I did. That's you said correct. they're going to raise him up. They should play this if he wins on Sunday, if he does this, because I don't think he's going to do it. This would be a Superman-ish. He is strong when he is wow. on Travis's shoulder. We're taking, we're bracketing him and taking him out of the game. He won't do to us what he did to Buffalo. Him and Andy Notice how I say us, because the Ravens got this. It's it's really Lamar we'll be talking about on Monday. Now, we know you want to raise up Lamar. Now, blast this. Go ahead. I want to hear the Lamar plaudits. Well, nobody wanted to trade for this man. Remember that? After Baltimore had said, come and get him. Right after they had stalled on contract talks and every, what was the NFL doing? What were you doing? You know what you were doing? You were motivating Lamar, motivating him. He said, "I got to get it to another level." Don't I? Yeah. These folks don't believe in me. They don't think I'm a game changer. Why is that? Because I ain't played in the Super Bowl. So he came back locked in with weapons. This weekend he's gonna knock off the goat, Patrick Mahomes. I truly, truly believe that. He won't be the. He won't be alone. That defense will have a lot to do with it. Do you remember when? And plus, uh, the Harbaugh's are running things right now. That's right. That's the other part. It's the year of Harbaugh. It feels like. So and that's 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 why the Ravens will push through something. You Thank rem- you for the music. Do you remember when uh, HBK and Ric Flair met at WrestleMania? Not really. And 
the match was about to end. All right, and 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 Rick and, and HBK have that long documented history with each other, and HBK, you know, obviously looks up to who doesn't look up to Ric Flair, an icon. They're in this match together. It's coming to an end, and Ric Flair's like stumbling to his feet, you know, and HBK's in the corner, and you know what's about to happen. You know what's about to happen. Sweet chin music, right? Mm-hmm. But before he does it, he looks at Ric Flair and he mouths the words. As Ric Flair's slowly getting to his feet, has no idea what's coming. You know, he's, he mouths the words, I'm sorry, I love you. Bam! Sweet 10 music! That's how I feel about hitting Ravens minus four, man. That's how I feel. Like I feel like that's what I have to do because it's the right side. It is the right side. But I'm not going to enjoy it because I've, I've, I, I have faded Patrick Mahomes as a, as a favorite in the playoffs. I faded him against the Jaguars, right? And I was right because they were like plus 10. They were getting 10 on the road. That was way too many. But I bet them against the Bengals last year. I bet them against the Eagles last year. I bet them last week against the Bills. Miami? I, I did not bet them against Miami. I was this I was this close. But the number went from three and a half to four and a half, and I was a little, I was like, right. you know, is this That's a right. little, but I was definitely this close, and I regret that I didn't. I really, that's one I think about, and that's one I, re, I definitely left on the table. But this is one where I've, I've never faded him as an underdog, never even considered it until today. And, uh, you know, I think it's, I'm, I'm, I've, I've gotten cold feet. I really have. And, I, and, and part of it is because, in fairness, the the just the bad injury news. I mean, I thought there would might be there might be a chance Willie Gay plays and and uh, and, and and if we can get one limited practice out of Tooney, if we could just you, these guys aren't practicing. It's Friday. The games in they're not they're not going tomorrow. Right. I mean, they're not going to practice tomorrow. So it's like you know sometimes you have to do difficult things in this in this space um, to be successful. You know, and uh, and it's not easy, bro. It's not an easy thing to do. As easy as it may feel, it's not an easy thing to hit minus four on the Ravens against the damn Chiefs, against Mahomes and Andy Reid as well as they've been playing. It's a very difficult thing to do. But that is how you win, by doing difficult things that are hard, that that sort of make you, you know, put aside your own sort of, you know, agendas and biases and whatever the case may be, man, because – when you boil it and you strip it all away, it still is a, a guy that's been in, been at the spot six times, and a guy that's never been in this spot yeah. ever. But it's not just Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Correct. You know, it's just not. It's not, and, that, and that's why, like, you can't just in the NFL blindly bet the better quarterback every game and expect to win. It's just not that simple because there's so many different phases of this game. You know that are going to determine it. It's just true. It happened that Mahomes was the better quarterback against the Buffalo Bills, but there's a world where the Bills win that game, right? I mean, there is. If 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 they go down, I mean, they had every opportunity. What are, they right? should have won the game. Had every opportunity. Is that your place? So you, you can fumble the ball. You can look back, and that's what people do, right? You look back and say, "Oh, that was free money." It was not free money to fade uh, Josh Allen in Buffalo last week. Okay, I mean, Mahomes played lights out. And uh, if you know that's one of those things, but it was not obvious to every. I mean, the Bills did close as a favorite, so you know, I just think that's the hard thing for me that I'm struggling with. I, I, the, the to me, the 49ers easy, 
easy to fade the lines in that situation. Um, I know we've seen it, but isn't because there are offensive line concerns and Kansas City's banged up, isn't Baltimore and the 49ers the better Super Bowl? It is. Or, it is. or does the GOAT thing trump everything? No, I think, got... it, I think it is because they're the two best teams they met. And, and you know the, the yes. Niners want to respond the way they were yes. handled 33-19 exactly right. by them early in the year. Exactly. I think that's the best Super Bowl. I no, think it, ain't right. what, it ain't what you want. You want KC in there, but... Uh, Baltimore, San Francisco be pretty good. I don't. It's it's not going to be as one sided as the regular season matchup was. Agreed. They both are relatively healthy. Should be a fun weekend. We'll come back talk to Parth from the Daily Memphian about the Memphis basketball program. Get his thoughts on the Tigers as they get ready to take on UAB on Sunday. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you turn to fit? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. ESPN. The Five Guy covers the Memphis basketball program for the Daily Memphian. He's getting ready to head on to Birmingham this weekend in a pivotal matchup uh, against the UAB Blazers. And he joins us now. Parth, what's up, brother? Nothing much, man. Excited to get this uh, rivalry reignited. I've heard, you know, a lot of great things about these battles, you know, that were played back in the day. So uh, looking forward to seeing it for myself. Yeah, it's – I would say it's reminiscent of Duke, Carolina, uh, just for maybe some terms that you might understand. I would say I would say Duke Carolina probably not quite on that level, but I mean it's it, you it's sort of you can under you can get the gist of it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Duke Carolina is the great value version of uh, the Battle for the Bones. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> exactly right. You know, I mean, they, I think that's something that you could aspire to someday have in terms of the environment. I mean, it will actually be. I mean, don't you think it'll be more hostile than Texas A&M, for example? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, Texas A&M was in a weird time. You know, like a lot of students were still on. Um, or I started winter break. I think that was around the mid-December-ish mark, you know, kind of when that, that time starts. But they, they tricked us, UAB, man. They said it was – they had sold out, right, like in the in big letters in the graphic. We'll come to find out the lower bowl was sold out, not the, not the entire venue. Um, so I think there will be a lot of Tigers fans. That's how it was at Tulane, at least. It was about 60% Green Wave and uh, 40% Tigers fans. Um, in terms of Parth, uh, you know, you've you've talked about this, written about it, Penny's talked about it. 
you know, defensively right now is where they seem to be struggling the most. What, what's yep. what's going to fix it? Or at least what are, what are the key contributing factors to at least getting it back to a standard that we recognize? Yeah, I think a lot of it's just kind of the, the off-the-court stuff bleeding in, you know, to the on-the-court um, issues. They, they weren't great. And Penny said this yesterday. They haven't been great defensively all year, but um, just the stuff we're seeing now, like the the brain farts, if you will, yeah. you know, against uh, – USF where they left, uh, I think it was Kayshawn Pryor, you know, wide open on an inbounds. They, they switched. And I think it was, uh, either Tomlin or David Jones that, that didn't switch there. Um, so that happened. And then you had the, the inbounds against Tulane where, where Sion James is left wide open because David Jones goes for the steal, um, against the other guy. So just, you know, straight up lapses like that we hadn't seen. And, uh, it just seems like that's more of a product of, uh, you know, guys, not being on the same page I'm off the court, and, and that kind of being a reflection of that, you know? Yeah, we're talking to uh, Parthi Padia from the Daily Memphian, covers the Memphis Tigers. Uh, it's interesting, like, when we, when we come on here every day and we, we're covering the tie and the team and, the, and you know, you, you, you cover it blow by blow, you look at websites, for example, like, like Bart Torvik, and I know that they're just one, but, I, you yeah. know, they are a predictive site when it comes to the bracket, and they just don't like Memphis at all. And they have Memphis projected as a uh, as the first team out of the NCAA tournament. They have Memphis with a you know sub forty percent chance to make the NCAA tournament. Now again, it's sub forty now. Oh my god, sub gosh. forty. It's, it, it goes down every day. It's unbelievable. It goes down every day. Um, and I think that's probably due to other teams that are maybe on the bubble ish, winning or I, I I don't know. But like, does that seem? fathomable to you if 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 if, Memphis, if the Tigers just win every game their favor to win the rest of the way right if does right. that does that seem like reality to you that they would be sub 40% to miss the turn or make the tournament I should say no I don't you know I don't think so I think obviously it's predictive and the Tigers you know our eyeballs with our eyeballs they haven't done much to to show us that they are not capable you know of losing any of these teams you know with that 20 point meltdown uh the two-lane loss probably a little bit more expected, but you know just the way they've performed over the last what four or five weeks, they haven't kind of inspired much faith to humans. And I figured, you know, the computer's kind of same thing. You know, the numbers just haven't looked great. Um, but I think just like anything else, right? You want to take the analytics in, in context with what we know. You know, we know Penny's been in this position before, time and time again, which is probably why fans are so frustrated, um, and gotten his teams out of the fire. And we know this team has as much talent, I think, as you know any of the top 10, 15s in the country that we see now. So, you know, you put all those pieces together and you, you know, you kind of think about it that way. I don't, you know, I don't see, a re- I don't see that being likely right now that they miss the tournament. Now, if they, you know, if they lose against UAB, probably on a different discussion, if they drop, um, I think if they drop two more, then, then they're in trouble depending on who those losses are to. What do you think the chances are part that we do see more of Jalen Young? Just in the sense, okay, well, you're trying to fence a, a fix a defense that's struggling, and there have been times this season, and you've 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 documented these where he's been a spark plug for you. I realize some I've heard the discussion. Some have said, well, offensively, you know, there's issues there. He makes too many mistakes. He'll turn the ball over. He's shooting 36 percent from three. Um, just the, the what do you think the possibilities are that we'll see more of Young as they're trying to fix the defense or? Or, or maybe we don't. Where, where are you at on Jalen Young? Yeah, I mean, I, like you said, I've written about it before. I think we should see more of him. Um, but I think him him by himself out there without Javon Quinterly, you know. Is when um, you get into trouble. Has, 
Yeah, it hasn't been great. You know, the offenses look stagnant, and he's you know he's turned the ball over sometimes when, when he's trying to um, when he's being relied upon to score. So I think that's an issue there. Um, but what Penny said yesterday was um, it'd be more about kind of you know masking certain guys and looking at this schematically differently, uh, and kind of in a hole. Um, so versus you know someone like Jalen Young being. Uh, thrust into a larger role or asked to do do much more, it'd probably be um, just as a group, right? What can we do differently? Can we not overhelp? Can we, you know, pack the paint is a is a phrase Penny used yesterday. Um, so that's kind of some bigger picture stuff that he that he had talked about. But yeah, I think Jalen Young is probably the closest thing to to a, to a disruptor to an Alex Lomax that this team has, and yep. you know, he, he could help kind of get that offense going as well by uh, creating turnovers. Uh, you you have written uh, in the past. Uh, I believe the, the your latest piece was Jaden Hardaway should never play another minute for this team. Uh, <laughs> hey man, never said that. No, I just saw never it. I, no, it just got actually listening. uploaded into the – I mean, you're writing editorials now. I just saw it uploaded into the system. No, in all seriousness, is this is this a, is a topic that is, you know, overblown or, you know it's, – it's, it's complicated, right, because – it's the coach's son, and you sort of put yourself in that situation. If it was your son, you know, and yep. mm-hmm. and, and Penny is under the impression that that Jaden is one of the most solid players on the team. So it's like, uh, how do you how do you get to the bottom of that? Yeah, I don't know if I you know would take it as far as Penny did, right, with the most solid player on the team. Um, but I do think it's been a little overblown, like. Who did he have, right? Who was he going to play? Right. <laughs> like there was, you know, there was there was no Walton for the entire second half. Tomlin gets poked in the eye. Not that Tomlin's a guard, but it's just one less body. So you've already, you know, you got nine guys that you play, right? You got your starting five, Walton included, uh, Jalen Young, the two Hardaways, and Tomlin coming off the bench. Okay, so now you're down to seven. No Walton, no Tomlin. Um, you know what options did he have? It was either Ashton or Jaden. I think both of them obviously were on the court um, at times there when when Malcolm was in foul trouble. Um, and I think, you know, when Penny says solid, he probably means like, hey, this is a guy that's going to listen to me. <laughs> In a season where guys have openly admitted, David Jones said yesterday, sometimes, you know, Penny's had a game plan and we kind of try to freestyle things or we think in moments that we know better or, you know, can take these gambles. Well, you know, Jaden's at least not going to do that, right? Like, he doesn't give you that upside, um, obviously, that certain guys do with being able to score the basketball and, um, just, you know, make shots, which, you know, we saw Jalen or Jaden Hardaway not do. Um, but at least you know what you're going to get, you know, if you're Penny and you can trust them in those critical moments. How about Tomlin, Parth, and sort of what you expected, what they've gotten? And, I, you know, part of that is you're bringing him in, you're dropping him in midseason um, and everything else, and there's got to be a, you know, there's got to be a transition period where he's got to learn. But particularly these last two, you know, staying on the court and out of foul trouble, just, you know, it feels like there is a lot more to get out of Naquan Tomlin. Yeah, it does, and – um you know, maybe maybe it was on us that we were expecting more out of him this soon, right? Like, he just joined the fray, what, like, right. end of December? Maybe yeah. it was my fault. Uh, maybe I made y'all think it was too easy. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, it, you know, like, you're <laughs> dropping a player in, in in December when they've already, you know, Memphis has already played, what, at that point, 10, 11 games. Like, that's tough, you know? And I think not only from, from Tomlin's vantage point, but we've seen the team, and I'm not saying it's Tomlin's fault, but we've seen the team look a little bit discombobulated. You know, um, yes. after that addition, uh, so I think it's it's probably part of a, a larger learning curve. But man, if they can tap into to Naquan Tomlin and kind of get him going and get him to a place where he's not, you know, fouling three, four times, sometimes fouling out in a game, uh, that could be a game changer. Obviously, 
Yeah, let's talk about the most obvious fix for this team. And 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 look, I mean, you have an entire week to address it, but it is going to be the focus. These are fundamental things that you know Memphis is sort of missing out on here. It's not like a, a talent issue, a personnel issue, whether it whether it is on the defensive side of the ball or whether it is simply moving it um, or moving the ball, I should say. How correctable do you think these things are on the fly? Like, and, and, and how much of it do you sort of attribute to, all right, well, you got nine nine new guys, nine new rotation players, then you add Tomlin at the break. You know, is this something that you're, you have, you know, that you're bullish on can be corrected on the fly, or, or do you think it will, there will be some future resistance? Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right in terms of they have the personnel, they have the talent, they have the athleticism. Um, and that's something, you know, obviously we had talked about all offseason, even with Penny getting guys so late on campus. Um, I think the, the tough part is the, obviously the, the chemistry stuff. You know, like how do you, how do you fix that? How do you get guys to be happy um, with not getting as many shots as they thought they were going to get um, with, you know, looking at their teammates and, you know, them getting more shine or, or them being a larger part of the offense? Like, you know, can you get guys to, to be content? Uh, and that's tough to do, right? Like in midseason, it's tough to do. In this time of the year, when you've only got 12 regular season games left, it's, it's tough to do. Uh, but Penny's done it before. Like, you know, things have been even more chaotic, right? Like that uh, two seasons ago, the stupid effing question season. Like they, they were in a worse spot. Like it's not even close. So I think you've got to give them the benefit of doubt in that regard. But uh, it seems like a tough hill to climb. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's get into uh, the team that you really care about, the North Carolina Tar Heels. <laughs> have, have we allowed ourselves to believe that? And I will say, like for a North Carolina team, it feels like we never really hear about them as good as they're playing. Um, but have you allowed yourself to believe that that RJ and, and and Armando can actually bring a championship to Chapel Hill? I have, man. I think what what happened was, you know, after the. You know, people call it a magical run, of, you know, a fluke run, which I don't agree with, but whatever. Two seasons ago where, they, where they're eight seed and they make it to the title game, you know, folks kind of maybe overreacted and said, okay, this is the number one preseason team. Like, they're going to they're gonna run it back. They'll win a title this year. Um, well, when they crashed out, I think the opposite's happened, right? It's like, oh, you know, they, they, they sucked. Like, how is this team with a lot of the same faces going to, you know, going to rebound from this? How is, you know, can Hubert coach? All these questions. But, um, you know, they're showing us they can, uh, they can compete with anybody. And I think they're they're doing it differently than a normal North Carolina team. They're doing it with defense. There is you know this is not a team that's scoring. Um, I mean they are scoring, but they're they're doing it by by stopping teams and they can they can win a variety of ways. So yeah, man, I'm a believer. To answer your question, love it, man. All right, enjoy Birmingham. Um, Thank you, brother. You're gonna have to drive down there though for this one. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna be able to use the Daily Memphian private plane for the Birmingham trip. So, <laughs> no, that is unfortunate, but uh, for sure we'll enjoy it. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks, thanks man. Mark. All right, man. Appreciate y'all. Thanks. Yep, he is part of the podcast. He might give it a try, actually, getting in on that plane. Can, you know what I'm you, saying? Can you fly to Birmingham? Oh, sure. I'm sure. sure there's a way to do it. But it would take you longer than the drive. Of course it would. So, yeah. It would be, no, but Parth will do it. I mean, he likes flying. <laughs> I mean, I, I think he likes flying when it's No, like, I, didn't he fly to, like, like, Tulsa. like Jackson? Tulsa, I think, I think was it was Tulsa, yeah. said Jackson. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, they're like, he's new to the area. I think he's getting on a plan to Jackson for no, his next Par- beat Par- Parth is known for his frequent flyer miles. There's I'm no doubt sure about he, that. Well, the Daily Memphis, it's, it's a nonprofit. Rack it up, boys. That, that's exactly right. That's what we're doing, man. He cannot get the par- private jet, though, for the Birmingham trip. They're going to have to. Tough. That's get, tough. I, think, I mean, it's tough sledding. I think what we did tell him was that you, the Tigers have to get back to a favorite to make the tournament at Torvik before you get access to the private jet again. <laughs> they're still on Big ESPN. Yeah.
It hadn't been demoted yet. Yeah. No, you're wrong. Right. Okay. Anyway, thanks to Parth for joining us on. The- okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Show. It's a big weekend because while most people what might be focused on the AFC and NFC championship games, there is a big one uh, preceding Sunday's events. That's Saturday out at ECS in Germantown at 1 o'clock. It is the biggest game of the weekend locally. Not really. I didn't stop. Well, locally. Oh, locally because the Memphis Tigers game is in UAB at, at Birmingham because we have New Hope. Taking on ECS Germantown. Well, now we're playing Fade Academy at ECS. Uh, excuse me, Fade Academy. Yeah, get your facts right. Now, I've been told that the number here is New Hope minus three and a half uh, because CJ, quote, goes off against this team or in this gym, one of the two. So uh, CJ braids, no braids. You have to come out on Saturday to find He's, out. We don't have enough hair for braids yet. No braids yet. Nope. This might be the last braidless game. It, still growing it out. Uh, and so is is there sort of a, a point to prove on CJ's part in this gym? Oh, yeah. It's where the season ended last year. Uh, now, that was against Briarcrest. Sharp angle. Right. So, yeah. And, again, that was a tough game for CJ. He threw up on the floor. <sighs> got hit in the stomach. Threw, he goes right back in the game. Gave it everything he had. And this is where it all died for us last year in the second grade in the Semifinals. So we're revisiting, you know, the venue, and hopefully, you know, going to have a focused effort against Fed. I appreciate that. We'd love for you to come. Wait, what time? If I don't want to, yeah, come on, one o'clock. It's in your Forest Hill Irene. That's that ACS over there. It's the yeah. lower school, I think. So it's hell. In, it's it, in my backyard. It's like in your backyard. It's yes. It's and, one. What time? And, one o'clock. Yeah, one o'clock. And writing it down. And you know, every, we got a bunch of good players. Everybody can come out, but. You'll want to see our point guard, too. Like, this kid, JB, will blow your socks off. Jason's got him as the number one player in 2034. These are 10-year-olds? 32. 32. And he's actually got some comp. There's a kid named uh, Omari Smith in town, 32. I'm talking about fourth graders, guys, but you will hear these names. Yes. go. Javari and and Omari. You're on the front end. There's a kid named Kaysen, too, Murden. He's – we got – we got some studs coming. So coming up. through elementary school yes. so right I, now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pretty soon it'll be middle. Uh, I've actually, I've, I've, they, I've, I hit my limit on the minus three and a half here on uh, on New Hope. Two. I think it's a sharp angle. I really do. Again, this is the gym where the season ended last year. You know, those guys are going to want to come out. Painful memories. Those guys are going to want to come out 
and, and, and eradicate Jason last season. Don't think your partner won't put a line on the game. This man oh, is hungry. If, it, if anybody wants to take plus three and a half, he will pay an academy ca- cash on it. I will absolutely bet it. No doubt about it. And I think three and a half is a fair line because usually these teams only score about eight, right? I mean, that's usually... Uh, you done fired up the Fayette Academy, folks. Yeah, right? you did. You might have ruined it for us. What's, what's, a, what's a final in these, in these games? A, a, a normal expected yeah. final? 27-23. Okay. If we're rolling, we might get in the 30s. Okay. Gotcha. Over under, <laughs> over under 50 and a half. Yeah. I like it. All right. Should be fun uh, tomorrow with young CJ getting back in action. Good to see him focused off the video games <laughs> in the real world. You know, we're doing right. We're doing the right thing here. It's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Partha Padia from the Daily Memphis, and thanks to Anthony Sane for joining us. Gene Otto and Jeffrey are up next. Don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.